Well, it's been a pretty tough week around here at Sacred Heart. We've been very busy. We had, regrettably, three funerals this past week, and I ask you to please keep in your prayers uh, our good friend Len Kabilis, uh, Sr., uh, Fred Setzer, and Dolores Van Voorst. We had their funerals this week, and of course, obviously it takes its toll, and there's a lot that happens with all of that. But on the other side of things, it kind of helps a lot, we had three baptisms. So a week ago yesterday, I baptized little Maria Guadalupe, and yesterday I baptized little Catherine and Skye. So it's interesting how, you know, it's like everything kind of comes together. And on a surface level, you know, it looks like circle of life type things and bookends. And, you know, you celebrate the beginning of life. We mourn and say goodbye at the end of life. But I'll tell you, having so many funerals and baptisms right next to each other and listening to the liturgy and what's talked about in each one, there's something a lot deeper there than just kind of like the surface level, one is sad and one is happy. You know, there's a a second reading that we have 90% of the time at funeral masses. In fact, two out of the three of the funerals this week have this as the second reading. And it's from St. Paul's letter to the Romans. And it begins this way. It's from chapter 6 of his letter. He says, Are you unaware that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We were buried, therefore, with him by baptism into death, so that, As Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, we too might walk in newness of life. Now, it's obviously referencing the resurrection, and we have that hope of the resurrection at the funeral mass, but there's that word there of that walking in the newness of life. It's not as though the baptism is just about when we die and hope for the resurrection, but there's a walking, there's a constant moving closer to Christ. And yesterday, as I was anointing those two little girls after the baptism, this is the prayer I say over them when I anoint them on the head with holy chrism. God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, has freed you from sin, given you a new birth by water and the Holy Spirit, and welcomed you into his holy people. He now anoints you with the chrism of salvation, As Christ was anointed priest, prophet, and king, so may you live always as a member of his body, sharing everlasting life. Now, just as Jesus is anointed priest, prophet, and king, he who is the way and the truth and the life, the way, the king, the truth, the prophet, the life, the priest, we're anointed into the same thing, called to walk and live in the body of Christ, which we've been baptized into. And I think sometimes that knowledge that we have all been anointed at our baptism, priest, prophet, and king, it can kind of be like a Christmas present that's still wrapped, still somewhere in the house that we have, but we're not really using it, taking advantage of it. And I thought during the season of Advent, we could reflect on the fact that all of us, by our baptism, have been anointed into Christ's priesthood, into his being a prophet, into his being a king, and what that means in our day-to-day life, and how maybe we can live that a little bit better, especially during the season of Advent, and throughout the whole year that we might, as St. Paul said, walk in that newness of life. Now, Bishop Robert Barron, who I really like a lot and always recommend all of his stuff, he said this about the priesthood of Christ. He said, as priest, Jesus sanctifies, that is to say, 
he reestablishes the lost link between divinity and humanity. He goes on to talk about how priests basically serve in this role of a pontifex. I mean, that's where we get the name for the pope, the pontiff, the bridge builder between heaven and earth, between God and man. And that's what Jesus Christ came to do in the biggest way. I mean, his priesthood is about reestablishing that link that was broken by sin, coming to all of us to reunite us with the Father. In the sacramental priesthood, those of us who are ordained priests, we carry on the work of Jesus Christ, in personae Christi Capitis, in the person of Christ the head. I mean, by the words of the consecration, making Jesus really present. And while all of us anointed our baptism don't share in the sacramental priesthood, we have the baptismal priesthood of being called to be bridge builders, like Jesus, of basically bringing the world to God and bringing God to the world. When you think about it, a lot of our, you know, apocalyptic movies and books, and by apocalyptic I mean end of time, right? When we have movies about the future, have you noticed that very rarely are they positive and very rarely is the church present? I mean, think about Terminator 2, right? Okay, I know we've all seen that, right? If you haven't, it's a good ad. No, I'm just kidding. You don't have to go watch it. But if you look at those kind of movies, looking at the future, okay, artificial intelligence taking over, what's missing? The church, God, prayer. It's not there. It's all about us fighting with machines. If you read 1984, if you read Brave New World, what's missing? The church. God just isn't present at all. And what are we called to do? We're called to take what we have as we come together in prayer, as we pray each day, as we tap into the fact that we have hope, that the ultimate high priest, Jesus Christ himself, has come to us. And what do we need to do? We need to take that out to a world that more and more pushes him out, more and more pushes God away and wants to redefine itself. And as we do that, we lose even knowledge of ourselves. I mean, things get crazier and crazier. There's less and less peace, more and more just animosity between each other. What's our job as the common baptism of Jesus Christ, being baptized into his body, is to be those bridge builders, of going out there into the world and bringing people to Christ. Because ultimately, he is our hope. He is our peace. And without that, it's a very dark future. Well, how do we live that out? We have to stay close to him all the time. By our devotion, by our prayer, by our participating in the sacraments, by coming to Mass, all of those things help. Because we're influenced by what we do. By the way that we spend time with him. Because if we don't, the world is lacking something that it desperately needs. Bishop Barron says this, if baptized priests, meaning all of us, stop praying, stop going to Mass, stop frequenting the sacraments, they will become in short order like salt that has lost its savor. When you think about that, it's like what Jesus says, you know, you are the salt of the world and if the salt loses its savor, what is it good for but to be thrown out? And if salt loses its savor, I mean, think about the wider world. It loses the flavor, loses, you know, the depth of meaning that it needs in Christ himself, in the Prince of Peace who comes to us. 
So during this first week of Advent, let's reflect on the fact that all of us by our baptism have been anointed priests into the priesthood of Jesus Christ. As part of his body, we're called to go out there and bring that love, to bring that peace, to bring that link between God and humanity out there more and more. And it's subtle in the countless ways that society more and more pushes him out. What are we called to do as priests of Jesus Christ? To bring him back in. It's one of those things where it's not just the ordained. You know, I went to Food Lion yesterday. I was wearing my clerics. Hooray. You know, they saw that I was there. I buy mustard like everybody else. You know, okay, great. But that isn't enough. All of you going into your day-to-day lives, taking Jesus Christ with you, making the sacrifice of living out your vocation, living out your day-to-day lives, offering things up to God, the difficulties, the struggles, the joys of bringing them all to him, that's that walking in the newness of life. And it's not just in the age to come. As we heard over and over in the readings today, we're supposed to stay awake. We're supposed to go with joy to the house of the Lord. And it's in that that we live out our priesthood and bring the high priest himself into a world that needs him so desperately. My brothers and sisters in Christ, may we live out that priesthood and during this first week of Advent, strive to do that more and more. Praise be Jesus Christ, now and forever.